Christmas. Me and my father-in-law went Christmas shopping. I bought her a George Foreman grill and a waffle maker and a, and a bread maker. I mean, I like tripled down. I was like, man, this is good stuff. There was definitely silent night at our house. To me, the only way to buy the best gift is to bring the person to the store with you. Say, hey, what do you like? They say, I like this. Okay, pull out your credit card, and you go pay for it. Amen? To me, that's the easiest way to uncomplicate Christmas and just stay home. But you know, unfortunately, (laughs) Miss Mary's cutting up. Miss Mary, Miss Mary. I can't say nothing. I mean, she's... No, I'm not asking what she said. <laughs> but if we're not careful, we'll, we'll make the Christmas story complicated, right? We'll make the Christmas story complicated when it's actually one of the most simple stories there is. Amen? The story of Christmas. I mean, there's no more simple way to say it than that, that Jesus came and was born of a virgin, and you know the rest of the story. So let me give you something this morning. I want to uncomplicate Christmas for you. And I want to uncomplicate the Christmas message. In Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, don't worry, parents, I ain't going to be too long. In Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, the Bible says this, The angel reassured them, do not be afraid, he said, I bring you good news. Say good news. Can all you kids say good news? I didn't hear all the kids. Can all the kids say good news? All right, good news. There we go. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. It's good news. You know where we get the word gospel from? The word gospel literally means good news. The angels came and appeared to the shepherds and to the wise men to just simply give them good news. So, so <laughs> this is fun. I didn't get no amens on that. <laughs> Some of you go, whose idea was it to leave the kids in here? But the message of Christmas is 100% good news. There's nothing bad about the message of Christmas, Right? So let me get after it, because some of you are getting red in the face. The good news is not straighten up. The good news is not get back to church. The good news is not give your life to God. The good news is John 3.16. That's the good news. So let's read John 3.16. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. You see, God loved you so much that he gave you Jesus, his only son, so that you will not perish in eternal fire, but you will, you will, you will spend eternity in heaven with God. That's why he gave you Jesus. Amen? He said that those who believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So God loved the world so much that he gave. So God loved you so much that it caused him to give. Right? 
You can never give what God gave. Amen. God gave you Jesus because he loved you. It was his love for you that caused him to give his only son. God gave what was most valuable to him, and Jesus gave what was most valuable to him, his life. For God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes, say everyone. Now, if you look up everyone in the Greek and you do a big old word study on everyone, it literally means everyone. That includes you. It includes you, no matter what your past was, no matter where you came from, no matter who your parents were, no matter what your status is, everyone is everyone. Amen? Amen. So he loved you so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes will not perish. Some of you have more faith in the chair that you sit in than you do in Jesus. Some of you believe the strength of that chair you're sitting in more than you believe the story of Christmas. Some of you sat down in that chair and didn't think twice of whether or not it was going to hold me. Right? Unless you had a chair break before, then you... <laughs> those are the people that you see, they kind of do this, you know. I used to like antiques, and we had an antique table, and this lady was at our house, and she sat down in one of the chairs, and she... Vroom! I felt horrible. I bet she doesn't have much faith in chairs. I don't have much faith in antiques anymore. <laughs> me and antiques, they, they weren't built for me. They're worn out. They're, they're weak now. But <laughs> So everyone who believes, he says, shall not perish but have eternal life. What do you think of when you think of eternity? Forever. That's good. It's either two places, right? I think most, most Americans understand it's either one or two places. It's either heaven or hell. Plain and simple. There's no other way to say it. And the Bible says that God gave his son because he loved us so that those who believe in him shall not perish. That means that you won't die and go to hell. Right? Do you know that also means something for when you're alive? Because... To be, to be saved is to go from spiritual death into spiritual life, is what the Bible says. So those that believe in Jesus can have life while they're on this planet. Come on. How many of you want some life while you're on this planet? How many of you have, have lived in death land before? <laughs> You've been unsaved, and you remember what life was like. It was dark. It was cloudy. Right? That promise is for today just as, just as much as your future. So here's how Jesus defines eternal life. John chapter 17, verses 2 to 3. He says, For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you gave him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know God, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. You see, the way you know where you're going to spend eternity is by getting to know Jesus, getting to know God. Amen? When you give your life to him, it's not that you just say this prayer one time and then all of a sudden your deal is sealed for eternity. That's not it. 
It's that you live a life where you get to know him. Amen? You see, as a church, so many times we want to fix people and think that that's bringing them closer to Jesus when the whole time all we need to do is take people, tell them about Jesus, and then make sure they keep pursuing Jesus. Amen? And then let Jesus change them. Because, you see, God didn't come to to condemn the world. Jesus didn't come to judge the world. That's coming later on. He came to set us free from death and sin. Amen? That's what Jesus came for. He's a gift from God because God loves us so much. Amen? Does it get any simpler than that? That's Christmas. So let me encourage you with this. Don't get caught up in the Christmas stream of complication. Keep Christmas simple. Keep it real. Our plans are are, are Tuesday morning. We're going to get up with the kids. We're going to tell the Christmas story. And then we're going to open up some gifts. But first, we we might sing a couple songs. We're going to pray. And we're going to have a good time together as a family because we want to keep it real, right? We, we fought to keep, comp, keep Christmas uncomplicated because it used to be out of control. Cheryl will buy Christmas presents earlier now, and we kind of got with the rest of the family and said, look, okay, this, Christmas, this buying present stuff is getting out of hand. Let's just do for the kids. <laughs> you follow me? So we did everything we could to keep it simple. Why? Because Christmas is about Jesus. It's not about gifts. It's not about presents. It's not about all the other things. Amen. It's about Jesus. It's celebrating the day that God gave his only son. Can we pray this morning? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this story, Lord. We thank you for giving your one and only son to die on a cross for us, to set us free from sin and death and shame, and to give us an eternal life here on this earth and in eternity, Father. So, Lord, thank you for this season. Thank you for this day that we celebrate your birth. Happy birthday, Jesus. Thank you, God, for sending your son. Thank you for loving us that much. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I got one news video for you, and then we'll we'll finish up. Hey, our Savior's Church, Pastor Josh here, and on behalf of all of our staff, we hope you had a great time here at Celebrate with Family. We have a couple things coming up here at OSC that we want to let you know of. At the end of this month, C20, our college ministry, is going to be going to Atlanta for a conference. And they're looking for any financial help that you could bring. So if you'd like to donate to them and help them out, you can come by the church office. Any type of gift cards or financial aid would be a great blessing to them. Also, we are very excited. January 6th, we are kicking off Awakening. It's 21 days of seeking God. We do this every year. It's a great way to start the year, and we want to invite you to come and be a part of it for 21 days from January 6th to January 27th. We're going to be praying, fasting, worshiping together, reading the word together. It's a great time for us to realign and reprioritize our hearts and our lives around Jesus, and you're invited to come and be a part of that with us every single Sunday and all throughout the week. Well, we hope you've had a great time here at Our Savior's Church. If you're a guest with us, please stop by the Connect kiosk on your way out. We have a gift for you, and we'd love to get connected with you. On behalf of Pastor Bob and Miss Tracy and all of our staff, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
Well, amen. Let's pray for another person real quick. Say James McRoy. He had two massive heart attacks. He's in ICU, and um, <clears throat> he's at uh, Lourdes and Lafayette. So let's pray. Father, right now, we pray for James, Lord. We pray for the McRoy family. We pray, Father, Lord, that the power of, of Jesus would go and heal his body, that, Lord, you would heal his heart. You would, Father, touch him in a mighty way, and we just bless him with a healing and a miracle. Touch him in his heart, Lord. Touch him in his blood. Touch him in his, his veins and arteries and vessels, Lord. Touch him, Father. We pray it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Would you stand up with me, please, this morning? <clears throat> Thank you so much for being with us today. I know it's short and sweet, but we really wanted to keep it that way because we know people are traveling and we got plans and, and all those things. So let me encourage you with this one last thing. When you go with your families, when you go to wherever you're going to celebrate Christmas, bring the joy of Jesus with you. Amen? Put a smile on your face. Okay, I'm not asking you to fake it. I'm asking you to be patient with your spouse patient with your kids, okay, <laughs> and let's just, let's be the joy of Jesus, because I know everybody in here has got relatives that ain't saved, relatives that need Jesus, amen, so let's be that in the next couple of days, amen, I just want to pray a blessing over you, Father, I pray right now that you would bless us as we go, bless us as we come, Father, I pray that, Lord, all of our, our celebrations, all of our family events will be just filled with joy, that, Father, we will be light in the darkness, Lord, that we'll be salt to a tasteless world. Father, I just pray your peace upon all of us, Father, and that we just share the good news of Jesus as we go. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas.